0: Empire
1: Triple Play Fantasy's basketball show With Doc, Coach And Brass DeDomis Starts now This is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. I'm your host once again, Coach James Lewis. Doing all things uh, middle school athletics. Uh, geez, I, I picked up the uh, the badminton job. They can't mm-hmm. keep me away. So I'll be uh, going for the county championship in badminton. <laughs> <laughs> Putting together a crew. Um, is that so, a club sport? No, this is a uh, this is um middle school athletics so well wow. so yeah i now i'm i'm year round uh badminton then goes to the basketball and of course the passion and then track and field which i enjoy a lot uh, track and field is is really dope you have to be really um methodical about your lineups to get the most points um so track and field is dope uh i am kind of like the nba draft specialist of the the b-ball team and uh i'm cooking something up with a, a way too early 2022 mock draft so check that out when it drops it's coming sometime soon um the team is, is off there's 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 things going on life is happening um but i am uh i do have a special guest here the man <laughs> legend himself uh we welcome a former 2005 maryland 4 a state championship runner-up playing for his blake bangles founder of metro know music and the sports freaks pod the manager producer engineer himself theo josephs or as most people know him as mixed by tweez bro what's going on how is it uh making music with big time come up artists like glow glizzy and and nba young boy like seems like you're you're busy and um in the lifestyle that you live you have sleepless nights and and the grind never kind of ends
0: yeah uh, i mean it's, it's it's it is it's what it's what i asked for man this is what i signed up for to uh kind of lock in and uh, uh full immersion into the arts and creativity and it is what it's exactly what i'm asking for so i'm happy
1: awesome what's up what's uh i'll talk about ben Bo cooking up um you will hear him later in our overlay at the end of the pod and every mm-hmm. pod as he um is the voice of the triple play fantasy anthem how's he going how's he doing
0: Man, Ben is good. He actually just dropped another music video called Come On. It's out on YouTube. You can check that out right now. Um when to shot that on Vegas. Good visual, good times, fun stuff. Wasn't he out of
1: Ocean City, Maryland? Yeah.
0: That and, and that that video is out also as well, too. He was out of Ocean City. He does a lot of traveling, getting the music out and getting the work done.
1: That's dope, man. The, the kid is, is clearly dr- um grinding and um he's got he's building quite a, a following locally, but who knows? This this might blow up to be national a national thing coming soon. So yeah, shout out Bo.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Um, Let's talk a little. uh, A news and notes, and the biggest news and notes is uh, Ben Simmons right now. Uh, He's not reporting to camp. That was kind of uh, talked about that he didn't. He didn't really want to come back, but now it's he's refusing meetups. People are 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 taking flights to go see him, and he says no. I I don't even want (laughs) to talk to you. Um, So what's wrong with uh, Ben Simmons? Um, And we'll talk about some. Uh, places that he might find his talents uh, going to but you know this this is an ongoing topic and um, definitely the most pivotal story going into the season when you know Philadelphia has championship aspirations they were a team that was a uh, number one in the east last year and uh, a couple bad breaks and a couple bad bricks away from getting to the um, NBA finals what do they do with with Ben Simmons and what like kind of what's your take on them like He's got three years left on his contract, and he's he's telling him, "No, I'm not. I'm not even going to show up." Sorry, Doc.
0: Um, basically, my thing with Ben is, I actually understand where he's coming from. This is one of those things where I understand both sides. Is you have an obligation to play for the team that you signed the contract for. So I'm not really happy that uh, I don't want to have this trend start where it's like, you know, I signed to this team, and it's like oh, I don't like you here. I'm out. I don't I care. Think
1: that's, and not to cut you off, but I think that's the uh, I think that's the trend. Now, it's go get your money with the place that you're playing. And, and if you don't like it, you can request a trade. I've, we've seen it. Uh, the last, like, five big names have, have all done this this same thing. And, and you don't see people in free agency. Free agency is almost dead uh, because everyone signs contracts with teams knowing that, hey, if it's not going well, I can request a trade.
0: Yeah, it's it's like so we want to empower the players. So that that part is cool. Yep. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, what what about the fans in the city? Um, you know, in this case, I kind of completely understand because it's like if I'm a player, I'm still a human being. right? So in if in the place that my coach, my franchise, and I feel like they're just doubling back to try and clear everything up, they they quit on me. It canceled it. So let's not pretend. And I think Ben is just maybe it's even spiteful a little bit, but he doesn't care about their end of figuring this out at this point because he felt like they you know hung him out to dry
1: yeah and we're talking about a, a player that's in the prime of his career he just turned 25 so you won't find him on the uh top 10 25 and under list anymore he's moved past that mm-hmm. uh but as as we can see he fills up the stat sheet um he provides every component to the game outside of uh the shooting i mean he shoots uh 56 percent from the field but Obviously, uh, his debacle in the playoffs uh, from the free throw line, which was it was clearly in his head. Um, but this guy was the runner up in the defensive player of the year, as he should. Is probably the most versatile defender that we have in this NBA. Uh, and, and the way he, he runs the break, um, his passing ability. It, it, our, we are all kind of hoping he gets a fresh look. And uh, what do the 76ers get in return? Because they have a player in his prime, Joel Embiid finished runner up in the MVP and they do have championship aspirations, with a, with a killer like Embiid, if he's healthy, um, you you just need you need somebody else. So, where what kind of what destination do you think uh, one is best for Ben? But two, the best return that the Sixers can get. And I'll, I'm going to throw out some team names that have been rumored: uh, the Cavaliers, who who have uh, talent to display, and 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 send out the Blazers, which you might get the biggest name player um, coming from Portland. Uh, the the Pacers, which uh, sneaky to me, I think that would be they could have a really good package that I would be very interested if I'm Philadelphia. The Spurs, the Warriors, although uh, their owner says that it's not a good fit with Draymond as he gets a little too too involved as an owner. Well, we've seen that time and time before the Raptors who have been heavily speculated this entire time and the Kings. Um, they all have assets to give up. It just depends on what does Philadelphia want to do? They wanted to build his uh stock up a little bit more by having him play, but him clearly not even showing up, they gotta make this move before the season starts. Yeah, for sure. In, in a couple weeks.
0: Um,
1: I I, I so, so
0: looking at those, even thinking about those lists of teams, I'd love to see him in Golden State. Um, just because I feel like the the culture and the way that they accept players, ingratiate people into their system, I think that would be good for him, um, confidence-wise. Uh, I think that even the spacing like I've always thought that he could see a different level of success if a team was actually functionally made for him to operate not just using his talent and you know to the best of its ability to go with a team but a team made around him I think we would see more of him being able to create for other people and then also um take advantage of the space that he can create for himself just by being 6'10 and having that speed and that strength um I, I, I think it, I
1: think it puts the Warriors over, over the edge. I mean, I think it would change the the narrative on Ben Simmons. Uh, he wouldn't have a focal point to to produce it to produce anything outside of right. on offensively outside of running the break, making the right pass. Uh, it is not a great fit with with Draymond. But I mean, it, you got snipers around like like Clay. Hopefully, he gets back to somewhat of his former self. And Steph, who's playing his best basketball of his career. Um it, we saw that last year. I know he wasn't unanimous MVP, but what, what he's doing last year is just bananas. Um and they know. have they have everything else, but I don't know if uh Philadelphia would really want some of these young guys since they're there's they're in a win now too mode. So I don't know if that they want that package, even though we all know the Warriors, you know, if they if they're gonna go a trade, they have some of the <laughs> most valuable pieces to a team more, more more so on a team on a rebuild, though. But like grabbing Moody, cominga Wiseman whoever else out there, like that's very intriguing for a team that's um, still in a rebuild. But like we said, Philadelphia is in a win now situation.
0: And then the uh, the other the other look is, like you said, the biggest name could come from Portland. So I could see if I'm Philly now, that might be the best look for me to just get someone established. Like if you say we're win now, let's go get CJ McCollum for three years and get surrounded with a couple of draft picks and see if we can't take a a more uh, properly suited team. Uh, in terms of what we what we would need for Joel and Embiid, and to complement that, and, and we know
1: more really wants Dame as a like if they that would be the perfect scenario. And and honestly, if I'm Portland, like I look, I think about that. Like I know that it would be I like I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't have the nuts to like pull the trigger and get and trade um, Damian Lillard, a future Hall of Famer, um, if he didn't play another game in the NBA. But I I. I would, I also see that the Blazers are kind of in limbo. Like they're not in, they're not a championship contending team. They've, they're they going to make the playoffs. We know who the, who they are, but um, if you, if you have been, um, he's actually a good fit with CJ, but no, this Philly, just CJ is, is tough. CJ is a bucket and he's clutch like him in a pick and roll with Embiid um, with, with, with Curry in the corner, like Curry was actually doing a pick and roll very well, but like we all know he's one of the best shooters in the, in the entire NBA. Yeah, I'm talking about Seth Curry, not yeah. not Steph. But uh, yeah, CJ's been the, been a name in trade speculations for years and years and years? And we've seen like him and Dame; they're good together, but it's not a, a championship combination. So CJ is a, a super option here.
0: Yep, I think I think I think that uh, a lot has just been. I know it's a lot of recency bias with this idea of Ben. It's like he just, he just played well in the playoffs not too long ago. I know he had a poor playoff series just recently, but you can't change the fact that he is literally the most versatile uh, defender in the NBA. And we look and we see that these teams that we're discussing, most of those teams lack perimeter defense. They lack, the, they lack that Swiss Army knife, minus Golden State, who has Draymond, but they have a chance to rejuvenate that position for their team. They have a chance to start that position over for their team in a new evolved in a new evolved way, and he can learn from the best if they're able to, can get him in some way and still maintain having Draymond. That would be cool.
1: A couple other teams I want to touch on. Um, the Kings have been speculated in here, but they said that um, their two uh, their star guards and De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton are off the table. Now, if I'm the Kings, I would. I definitely think about it. Um, I love Halliburton, um, and I think he would be a perfect fit over there in, in Philadelphia. With almost with any team, I think Halliburton can play with anybody because he's got that kind of
0: game. Yeah, he's
1: just a, such a, an efficient player, and um, what he does with the ball in his hands and off of the ball is spectacular. But Barnes and Barnes and Buddy are still on the team. Like Buddy healed uh, a sniper, and then Harrison Barnes are championship pedigree. Um, you're in a win now position that. When you when you trade your point guard though, uh that would still be a need, and Maury would still need to make another move. But I think that they have enough uh pieces to 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 do that to get and then there's so like the point guard position is the strongest it's ever been in the NBA. It just keeps getting right. better every single year. And then now we got Cade Cunningham coming in this year. So what do you think about the Kings um possibility there? And then you got Davion Mitchell, so you know you have some we didn't say that Davion
0: some, was off the table.
1: They, no, and it—I mean—he's a win-now player right now. I know that's a, a rookie, but this kid, like, they—they they, they won the summer league because of him. He was a summer league MVP, and he just came off fresh off the, the NCAA championship. Kid's a winner, and,
0: and he's a—and he's a intensity. strapper. Very so, you go. Defensive intensity—he brings the some of that is, I think the three.
1: Any I conditions? think
0: that Philly is really, 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 really well. Philly fans, I should say, are generally underrating the how much defense is going to leave with men when he leaves. I think they're really underrating that. So I think it's important for them to get a little bit of that in the deal. That's why in the Portland deal, it was cool to get. If they can get CJ and Rocco, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. they got to get Rocco over there, get Rocco back, get that, mm-hmm. get that get that little defensive core back together. But if you get a deal with uh, Sacramento, where you get? Buddy Heald and
1: Davion? B- Buddy Heald, Davion Mitchell, and Harrison Barnes do you that's say yes so i mean that's the top one of the top of my list i'm like if i'm putting up that's
0: at the top of that my should look good yes yeah
1: <laughs> and then all right so i want to put a sneaky team in there because i think that they that this player to me is the most underrated player in the entire nba and that's the NBA indiana pacers and malcolm brogman to me malcolm brogman is a straight winner he's efficiency personified he can defend um he's he's a dynamo in the pick and roll and he steps up in the playoffs that's where he has his best performances you give me brogdon and lavert what and why wouldn't you do that if on the pacers i mean like you can get to see what ben simmons and 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 sabonis and miles turner look like together like defensively are you kidding me like
0: i, I don't you know like crazy, but it takes you back an era to become the three big man team but in that defense of that the champions that we have seen have dominated in the paint, and they have had a good, solid rotation of at least three formidable big men, and that's the past couple of champs we've seen. So, with that being said, going against the league trend, the league trend of champions is bigger.
1: And so, what if you had one one of these packages? What would you do? We didn't even talk about you know the Raptors and and Fred Van Vliet, which I would look, I would look at as well. But um, what it, it what would you press? Yes, in the trade machine too. What's your um, best package that you're looking at?
0: The best package so far is um, I'm thinking about a package from Sacramento. It's probably the, the best package that you can get in terms of handling all of the things and all of your needs. Uh, the safety package, I think, though, is the Portland package. If you can get CJ McCollum and 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 Roco, and then maybe a draft pick or something. It's just a safety package. It's not the biggest explosion, but at the end of the day, you know what CJ's gonna do, and you know what Roko's gonna do. Well, you don't know what he's gonna shoot, but you know what he's gonna do on D. <laughs> you know?
1: Yes. Um, and for me, I like I said, I I would I, if I can get Levert and, and Brogdon, I'd do that in a heartbeat because I just like I I think that that, that fares well, that 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 plays well. But um in the in the, the, the Sacramento package with with Mitchell Barnes and Buddy. I just think that they need a little bit more playmaking for that to fully work. But those are three great, great pieces. Um, And we spent a lot of time here on Ben Simmons. I did want to touch on the fact that um, I I, I think it's a little pretentious of Ben Simmons. And I question his his character a little bit as far as um, commitment to a team. Uh, We saw this in in college at LSU. He stopped going to classes (coughs) and coach was, you know, talked about it openly, like you know, we need you to come and like I don't know. He's like, I'm gonna be number one pick anyways, which is true. But I just feel like because he's been tailor made to be the you know the next LeBron or just this future NBA star going number one overall, and he's just reeks in talent. I think that it's gone to his head a little bit. um I don't think like character wise, like he he doesn't have a, like a demeanor to get better or he doesn't have the winning tools. I just. And I saw him down the stretch for LSU in the tournament and he didn't perform well. And Now we just saw it in the playoffs. I think the question marks are warranted, though, on whether Ben Simmons is the guy that you want to lead. So you're going to have to have other pieces around for it to work perfectly. And I think they missed out when they prioritized Tobias Harris over Jim, Jimmy Butler because I think that could have been um, a wrap or if LeBron would have won there. You know, LeBron could have gone to uh Philadelphia <laughs> in that offseason. They I think they came in second place over the Lakers, but he decided to do his own thing. Cool. So, um let's let's get let's talk a little uh Bron Bron. Huh? Uh NBA rank came out this week, and I don't know why it's so it's such a pivotal thing that people pay attention to, but um every year they come out with a list of the, the top 100 players in the NBA. The, the NFL does this does the same thing and these these lists take over the news for like a whole week. And so our top five was announced, uh, KD being one, Giannis two, LeBron goes from one to three. And then you got Luka in the four spot, which he, he was in the four spot last year. And Steph moves up to five. Um, what's your opinions on this top five? Is it warranted or do you have a gripe? Um, what's your opinion on this NBA ranked top five?
0: Okay, so here's the thing. Run this run this back for me again. So who's the number one?
1: Katie, Giannis okay. two, LeBron okay. three, Luca four, Steph five.
0: All right. I have only thing I have a problem with, right? Well, that's not the only thing. One thing I initially have a problem with is I don't understand why it's just such a given that Luca is in the top five and Jokic is not. That's one. Uh and then also I have no... I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, you're talking about the MVP of the league, right? Yeah. So, I just don't
0: understand. I mean, and this is like... It's seemingly going to become a consensus thing. Like, this top five includes... Uh, it includes no Jokic and has... <laughs> Luca, I, I haven't look. I I don't think that Luca's. I think Luka's amazing, right?
1: Luca hasn't been out the first round. Um, Jokic has taken his team to the Western Conference Finals and has MVP on his belt just just this past season. And that's what they do the rankings Luka on. It's like, what what, what, what did you do last season without his co-star? Yeah, and neither one of them are great defenders. So like, you know, you can you can put up their numbers together. Look, like Jokic is a dominator. So right, I. I like that opinion, actually. Um, I really didn't think about it because I just think that these these are the, a, a clear cut uh, top five. But I, it, maybe I should really re, re, recalibrate, rethink that um, whether it's um, Jokic or Embiid. If I'm Embiid, I have a gripe as well. Embiid's not involved. No, no, we understand. what well, KD, Giannis, and Steph these are
0: these are these are guys that are gonna, and of course LeBron, they're gonna they're gonna be in this conversation no matter what. They're gonna circle that thing. we understand it's because of what they've done, it's what we've experienced with them over and over again. But each year we're supposed to ex- we're supposed to accept one new person that comes that is performing that's of new. <laughs> and I just don't understand that the new person that we've expected that we've accepted didn't get out the first round, right? And there's an MVP available to be he the was
1: spectacular though, in in that in his loss. Oh, and, was? and what did you see what he did in the Olympics? <laughs> Holy moly! Wow, Slovenia never won a game mm-hmm. in the in in uh, in the Olympics before. He dropped four, Like, what did he drop? Forty nine?
0: Yeah, he has. A, he's 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 a major impact. He's very <laughs> uh, he's like a, he's a huge icon. And um, I love you. I I I, I, I kind of like. I imagine him having. People are going to get on me for this, but I anticipate him having a very Allen Iverson type impact for the rest of his career. Though, that's what I fear.
1: You, but do you? Okay, question. Do you think that he'll ever win an NBA championship?
0: Not, not constructed in a way in which
1: I don't see it with the number one construction. But
0: yeah, none, he can be number one. I don't mean with the same team. I, I mean the similar construction, like the heliocentric offense running through Luca. Luka shoots. You know, Luca's the usage rate is teetering on thirty-seven and thirty-eight. No, I don't think he can win like that. No, I don't.
1: I just think that he's so young um, that eventually Fine. the the these rock the, like the Mavs current roster construction doesn't work out at all. But uh, like I said, he's like, 23 years old. Um, Porzingis contract will end eventually. Uh, they will find. I, he's just so damn good, and he's so damn good when it matters too. I love I, I love the trajectory of Luca, but um, honestly, placing him at four, I can see your gripe. Now, what I don't argue with is, is this top three as far as this NBA rank is concerned? Now, LeBron was the top spot the year before he had just came off a finals MVP season. And I still think that LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. I think that he faced some injuries and that affected him, not only him facing injuries, but AD as well. I think he um, bounces back with motivation this year with a little bit more time in the offseason, losing in the first round to the Suns. And I think that LeBron James claims that ranked top number one spot rank as they win the championship this year. I'm saying it right now, but this might be the last. This might be the last for Rob, but I I don't have any gripe with what they said. Kevin Durant being one, Giannis being two. If Giannis was number one, I completely understand that. The kid just won finals MVP, dropped 50 bomb in the in final game and he's fresh off of two uh back-to-back mvps so um if he beat uh, KD heads up like if like i you know if i'm the answer to bandwagon fan guy like i got a gripe <laughs> about this but like i have the, worked, the, the I truth tellers it. that watch basketball we all like we we see that like hey KD is is like the best player in the NBA. So
0: see but see without and see what I would argue and I have this argument all the time is that KD is hands down the most able player in the NBA. If that makes any sense.
1: It right? does and I've kind of been on the record with saying that he doesn't really make his teammates that much better. The reason why he does make them better is because he's so damn good, but it's not because of um something he does on the court for them. Like he's going to go get his own buckets and but Giannis is a, a to me a better vocal leader. I saw that in those situations when it really got tough. he's in his players' faces. I loved I loved watching that evolution that he's done and then what he brings defensively is just it's unreal. I mean he's a former uh, depoy for a reason.
0: When we say we're pulling strings here, we're talking about the best spot <laughs> in the entire world, right? I'm
1: talking about Hall of Famers, like That's some of the cool. best players. Some people think that Giannis, by the end of his career, could be the best power forward to all, play at all time. Like he's yeah, coming yeah. for Tim Duncan.
0: The argument that I have, right, is that it sounds like it sounds like a lot of recency, but the idea is that we're not talking about someone who is just having one good season. We're talking about someone who has been two, MVP two out of the last three seasons, deployed one out of those last three seasons, and then has dominated. Right now, we're talking about someone who not only dominated through this whole playoffs, one thing that's not spoken on a lot is that all the people that we see on that board, right, have dealt with major injuries minus Luca, right? But we forget that Giannis had that major injury in the playoffs before the finals. I think that just says something like – I still don't
1: understand that. Like, they dislocated the knee and you come back and you – like, even that first game in the finals, he had, like, 20 and 17 boards, and then he dropped 240 bombs. And then finishes out with a fifty spot. So, like, so to me, how bad was it? Like,
0: <laughs> so, so to me, right? So to me, when we get to that point when we start discussing those things, it's hard for me to say if we're doing an NBA ranking about who's the best player. I, I don't. I, I argue. How can we not say that Giannis is the best player right now? If this you're was right. a new thing, who's no, right. a new thing? It would be difficult. Now,
1: the eye test have, though says. I mean, the most
0: capable. In. You said it again, and I agree with that. The eye test is the most capable player. I mean, there's no way of getting around the fact that Katie is probably minus, minus Kyrie, Joe uh, Joe Johnson, and Jim Jackson. These are the prettiest games <laughs> I've ever watched play, period. It wasn't, now I didn't say the most effective games when we're going across the board. I said the prettiest games. All right. Jim Jackson's
1: but, also a handsome individual.
0: He's just to playing the game. He's handsome <laughs> <he's>
1: individual. <really cool. laughs> He looks smooth when he's playing the game. He looked smooth, you know what I'm saying? I was just pretty motherfucking busting my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jackson, shout out Jim Jackson. We gotta get him on a pod. That would I'm, be crazy. I'm man. reaching out. I'm reaching out to him. All right, so we we've spent some time on this top five, and uh, you can go any any type of way. I, I like that 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 whole uh, Embiid, Jokic and, and for Luca take, and then also I just wanted to sprinkle in. If Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis was number two last year. If Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard are healthy, um, they're, you know, two of the top five players in the NBA as well. It's just, mm-hmm. we, we're in an era of basketball. We are we are rich with, you know, Hall of Famers um, playing in this game. And it has to do with uh, attrition. It has to do with um, Kevin Durant and, and LeBron James still being this great at, at their ages. I'm not saying Kevin Durant is is, is into his career is on, on the brink, but, you know, Le'Ron James is 37, and he was leading that MVP candidacy last year right before he had that high ankle sprain. And we saw when he came back. He, he came back too early because he had to, and then he hurt. He, he, he re-aggravated it. He missed some games. He wasn't himself in the playoffs, and I know that people are shitting on him because he lost in the first round of the Suns, and I don't like to make injury excuses, uh, but I, me watching LeBron James, it wasn't the same guy that I've seen um, even just last year in, in 2020 in, that, in the bubble championship, which people want to take away from him as well. But I can go on the LeBron James gripe rants all damn day, but we're going to move on to some other people that feel like they got, hey, on this NBA rank, there's 100 best players in the NBA who got snubbed, man, like. I, I got I got some certified bucket getters. I got a graphic right here that, that features Tyler Hero, DeAndre Hunter, R.J. Barrett. Tweez, um, who is your best player that wasn't on that top 100 list that should be hungry this season?
0: Uh, of all these people, uh, if I was the most concerned to get on the top 100, I, I got two answers. Right, so R.J. Barrett is probably the closest to the brink to the border to me. Right, um, but then Tyler Hero, he's got the most to prove. He's the one that needs to get on that list. I mean, the idea that James Harden could be in Miami and they said no because they wanted Tyler Hero, sub one hundred Tyler Hero, to remain on Miami Heat on the Miami Heat is a big thing for me. He's got to prove his worth.
1: It had to do with Duncan too. I mean, and they paid D- Duncan very hand- handsomely. Duncan um, got paid. He got paid, paid. Um, but that I think that, that was also you know part of that that trade and why they they didn't want to go in that in that direction. But hey. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they missed out on, on, on the Harden ordeal. Um, we don't know how that all plays out cause you don't hear all those conversations, but Hey, they have, they now have Kyle Lowry. So, um, I, I agree with you on a, on a, on a Tyler thing and they, they got Victor Oladipo on a, on a short contract cause you know, he has all the injury issues and he's got a, he's got, Tyler's got a fight. And I think that he has a reason to play now. Um, I don't know if, if his lady recently had a baby, but I know that she was super pregnant. Like he's about to be a father. If not, he is already. You know, that's um, the I, key code. What's that?
0: That's the cheat code. Anyone who has, if you give, you have your, if your wife gives birth to a baby during the season, it, it unlocks you. I,
1: Hey, I agree with that. And from a kid that um, I think has some maturity issues, but he loves the game of basketball and he's hearing everybody talk crap out of him. Hey, he, actually bumped his points per game up um so tyler hero averaged 15 5 and 3.4 assists and we know the type of shooter that that exists in him but people are i guess expecting that instead of getting improving his points per game by two in year number two he should have been averaging a dub right. and 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 maybe that's right and he didn't look as sharp as he did in, the, in you know in the eastern conference finals or 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 in that bubble run like he did and um I, I it was a bit of a bit of a slump, but like you're gonna tell me that he ain't a, a top 100? Tyler Hero, the bu- the bucket getter himself. Um, I understand a little bit why DeAndre Hunter, I'm moving on here. I understand a little bit why DeAndre Hunter was um snub because he did have the injury, but right. prior to his injury, um 15, uh five rebounds, two assists on 48 shooting. Um he can hit the three and he defends with the best of them. Like he is a very Uh, elite role player and i think it it hurt ultimately um atlanta's uh chances but like also atlanta was doing well even without him so uh i can understand why he's not in based on the injury but i think that he is a top 100 player in in the nba what's your opinion on uh deandre before i move on with my top pick
0: i think i think the injury i think the injury definitely hurt him i think he was on pace to get into that to that space um um, early on was very getting being considered as um, somebody who's in contention for most improved. Um, so I think that he definitely lost out with that injury. But other than that, I think he'll be fine this year.
1: Man, they they just picked Josh Jackson and uh, Josh Johnson rather uh, from Duke in the draft, and he looked very impressive in, in the summer league. And they're kind of loaded on that position. And we'll see what um, Atlanta does. And and shout out Trey Young because everybody just just. All like he gets hated on big time. And what he what did he do? He took his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. They beat Philly head, heads up and it's because of him. So um shout out that guy. Wait, wait I don't know what, what his NBA rank was, but it's probably too he, low. I think he unlocked something that Luca Luca is still waiting to unlock. Mm. But he, you're not taking him over, Luke, are you?
0: No, no, didn't say that.
1: All right, yeah, no. no, I, what no I'm saying, I, is I I'm hear saying you, this,
0: there's a there's a joy that can be read um, from the the players that play with Trey Young that I just haven't gotten from anybody who plays with Luca. Like any,
1: I know he rubs people wrong. Is he because it's all the pouting and and you like like Trey does does a little bit of his flopping and whatever, but it, it there is an excitement in in a, in a, a vigor. An enthusiasm that he plays with a showmanship that people feed off of and gets the best out of the guys that he's running with.
0: And uh, you hear it in the post game. You hear it in the post game discussions. And I just haven't heard that moment where someone people admire him like, "Oh yeah, Luca's hard to guard." Oh, it was amazing. But you don't hear the same reverence that you get from Trey Young. Like, "Oh, I love playing with this guy. He puts me in this place. I feel good when I'm out here with him." Woo, woo, woo. We don't get that when we're playing with Luca.
1: Bro, Ben Simmons was guarding him.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did not.
1: He did not fail us. He dropped a forty bomb on his head, like he and he was talking. He was talking shit the whole time. Like, man, I love fucking Trey Young. Yeah, sorry, I use my language. I usually don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the main guy, RJ Barrett, man, how is he not on the list? Like, honestly, I I do not understand this. Uh, he who's takes. 99 and What's that? He, he's not a top one hundred player. Who is ever-
0: no? Who was ninety nine or one hundred?
1: I don't have that on the top of my head, but I saw Norman Powell. Is he better than Norman Powell? Yes. Norman Powell's a bucket. Like, Norman Powell's not a bad player. He's a good NBA player. He's not better than R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, points per game, 18, six boards, three assists. And guess what? He's a terrible shooter, yet he shot 40% from the three-point line last year. He improved that part of his game. Um, This lefty can defend as well. He plays 35 minutes a game. Uh, so it doesn't miss games either. Like, Barrett is like on a low, like, he's to me underrated. I I don't know if it has to do with the Zion thing, or um, I don't know. Like, when they talk about the Knicks, all they do is talk about Julius Randle, they don't never talk about this kid. Like, I think it has a lot
0: to do with Zion. Um, what you just said is uh, it has a lot to do with Zion being. Basically
1: 27 and eight. Yeah. It's,
0: it's it's what Zion does. And then it forces you to compare him to Julius Randle because that is usually uh discussed that they're in, in comparison of their games. So when you bring Zion to them, you think of RJ, you think of Zion, and then you think of Julius, not RJ, which is weirdly enough, because they're not, they've never been in competition in that way.
1: When you average 18 in a league, you're good.
0: Oh, he's very good. And then you got to think about the fact that he plays 35 minutes on a team that, is number one to number four top defense all year.
1: Yeah. So shout out RJ. I think he's by far the biggest snub. So we move on from some news and notes and some of these ranks to our predictions for the NBA season. And um, we're going to go through, we're going to talk a little MVP. We're going to talk a little uh, rookie of the year. And then we'll, we'll slightly make our, our finals prediction um, towards the end. So we're going to start with our MVP Um, this is not necessarily the best player in the NBA because that would be a different award. It's most valuable player. It's still kind of like what is the criteria for the best player in the league. But uh, most times you got to be a top at least top three seed in your conference, and um, so this is in the air. Jokic uh, was a benefit as, as far as his health was concerned, he played every single game, and I think that gave him the nod over joel mb but um he clearly deserved that mvp he went from he improved all of his numbers he went from scoring 19 a game to like 26 27 so with a lower
0: usage rate
1: (laughs) oh he played like 31 minutes a game with the with the crazy banana stats that he had um last year and who's your choice this year uh on the graphic pictured i got lucas steph lebron kd cp3 Giannis and bead yokich these are some of your favorites come in vegas for the mvp and again it's not necessarily the best player in the league award but this is the mvp award who is your selection for 2021 got, 2022 season
0: i got i think that there was a lot of uh voter fatigue and the reason that Jokic was able to get the w as well because I mm-hmm. think if it wasn't voter fatigue. I think Giannis really competes to have another chance to win the MVP of the regular season that just happened last year. Um
1: I agree. I agree. I think that he got, he just was, it was so undervalued even what he did last year because uh, of uh, his numbers dipping just slightly marginally uh, from the year before.
0: Right. And it's, and you know, then that's what's, Two MVPs, so they're they're tired of voting for him. We see the same yeah. thing happen too. I think what
1: they also though. They did um, dip as far as their standing. They finished third. They had been um, number one season, uh, the, the two pr- prior years. Mm-hmm. So um, I I understood why he didn't win, but I I also the entire year he never was talked about in the race when he was a clear top five guy the entire year.
0: Right, because the Nuggets finished what third, fourth. Yeah. All right, So, I mean, if we're just comparing to just the winner, at least he's in contention that way, but they finished uh, third. Right. So yeah. I would say, but really, so my, that's, that's kind of like my dark, uh, my, uh, my dark horse. And then I really think that Steph has a big chance to win MVP next year. I think he has a lot going on there. If we can figure out how to become formidable and become a uh, top
1: four, they, a top they go top team. four teams. I mean, you got Utah, Phoenix, um, LA, uh, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of teams out West, including Denver, um, but if they can get in the top four, I, I agree with you. I think that Steph um, could be in that picture. I think last year, if they uh, were winning, <laughs> he would have been uh, a super contention leading the league in, in scoring and just doing what he was doing. But uh, And then it's uh, about
0: the look. It's about the story, right? So half these yeah.
1: races, the story, and
0: he's benefiting in this race and this idea the best with someone who – Compliment him who doesn't take up MVP count, right? So you have probably, he has probably the best support. That doesn't <laughs> That's get
1: such him. a good point. I like that. Go you ahead. know,
0: so he's got Clay. he's got all these supporters that will never be considered MVP. Uh-huh. So it doesn't take away from him. Whereas everybody else on this picture, if someone else plays well enough for them to have a good season, they will be considered an MVP candidate, maybe for the exception of Luca.
1: I think that uh, the Russell Westbrook takes away from LeBron James' chances. For sure. We're talking about a kid that averages, you know, 12 rebounds and 12 assists. He's going to take that usage away from LeBron. He's going to take rebounds away from LeBron. Um, LeBron just led the league in assists two years ago, which I thought he should have won the MVP uh, two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to take away from his numbers. uh, And I – I would have loved this. It might be, you know, LeBron's last chance, and you know he's sitting at four, and 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 that Michael Jordan guy, he's got has got some more. <laughs> he's right. sitting at five, and I don't think he'll ever catch him. I don't has a chance. Unfortunately, and then uh, the Michael Jordan guys can always uh, rep on that. But uh, I know in the intro says Le- uh, Coach Lewis thinks LeBron's better than MJ. That's that's kind of misquoted. I'm just gonna put put that on record. I don't. I, I said we can evaluate this. When their careers are over, and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, KD KD
0: is probably least likely to win MVP on the list besides cp Interesting,
1: interesting, because he's one of my favorites to get it.
0: See, and the reason I think so is because uh, what we discussed earlier, right? So I'm not of the opinion that I don't want, I don't like saying that KD doesn't help his teammates, right? But I'd say that his impact is more dependent on a unstoppable force, right? We know that we can't do anything about KD, so. You double team him in little clutch moments, but you generally don't change your approach for KD because what are you going to do? He's going to dribble there and shoot. Whereas, though, the force of Giannis, the force of Steph, the force of even Joel Embiid, it just has a different impact that looks more MVP like. And I think what went without one of the most weighted players on your team, James Harden has that
1: force. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think James takes away a lot from his, And that's why I said at the beginning, when you when you made that point, I think James's usage and his just elite playmaking and everything else that he does for that um, Brooklyn Nets team, uh, as well as Kyrie Irving, who, you know, was was just a, you know, a top three all NBA player. Like he is, is lights out. I think he maybe had his career high in points per game averaging 27 last year. Uh, They, they just, they're so loaded um, with talent that um, that might take away. Plus, you know, Katie gets fringe injuries. Like, let's be honest. He doesn't, doesn't, he's not a he's not an eighty two a game guy, uh, which is also an underrated thing that Michael Jordan did like eight nine times. He's, he's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Luca Luca is 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 gonna get multiple MVPs in his career. It's just not gonna happen yet. They're, his team's not good enough. They're not gonna win enough games for him to legitimately have a chance here. I think Joel Embiid has a chance. Uh, but we have to see what what shakes out with this Ben Simmons thing. Jokic could go back-to-back, back, but my pick, and I don't know if you had a formal, what your top pick is, but I think Giannis um, comes back and he, went, he wins league MVP. I think the Bucks will be a top-two team. I think they'll, they'll probably finish two behind Brooklyn, and I think that might be enough because we all know that Middleton and Drew Holiday – Hey, they understand their roles, that they're superior role players in this NBA. I mean, all-star, you know, probably all-stars this this coming season. But give me Giannis uh, to take it back. And he can say LeBron James is still the best player in the league and KD's better than me and do all these mind games. But, like, he's coming.
0: The kid is coming. Look, the thing is, just like we discussed, I said that his names are not big enough to be in the MVP race, right? They're just not better than Clay. That's it. So I mentioned Clay is the highest, the best, the best supporter that's not going to be MVP. But he has supporters that are not going to be MVP.
1: No yeah, we'll what. see what this Wiggins situation plays out um, in, in Golden State, because this is worrisome. The fact that he does, he's not, you know, willing to take the vaccine. And the state of California is required from those teams. Um, word, right? Does he not play basketball at home? Like, I don't know. They they really have to 41. figure Figure that situation out. Also, he's got the contract that matches up with other teams as far as if the Warriors wanted to pull the trigger on a trade, and a that's huge, the, but like a huge trade.
0: But that kind of brings that brings Ben back into the fold. Not to circle back to the beginning, but that brings Ben back into the fold. You know what I mean? Because now you do have a perimeter player to offer in the deal. You do have, you do have. Um,
1: yeah, but I'm Philly. <laughs> I don't want Wiggins and and the young guys. Like that's not cool to me. That's not enough. Like for me to like, oh, I want that instead of like CJ that we talked about. Like yeah,
0: That's that sure, sure fire. You know, you're getting that good 20 piece every oh, night. Man.
1: So uh MVP, we've we've talked about it again. um Injuries really affected this race last year. And we we hope that with some time off that the league gets a little bit better with its health. I, I've never seen an injury riddled playoffs like I did last year. And It's because they they scrambled two seasons together and and an Olympics, uh, because of the pandemic with the time off, and hopefully um, by the end of this year we'll get back to a little bit of a normal schedule as far as that's concerned. Um, but we move on from talking about some vets, some of our best players in the league, to maybe some future superstars. And I wanted your opinion on who you think is going to be the rookie of the year. Roy.
0: The Roy is going to be
1: the Roy. <laughs> Jalen, shout, shout out Brandon Roy. Green. Oh, certified bucket getter supreme. So why what do you, what why do you, you got you? why you got Jalen?
0: Because he reminds me of right. And this is I might ever talk about how I don't like to compare the new players to the old players because he reminds me of a uh, immediate evolution of John Morant. He reminds me of the exact same kind of build, the same kind of athletic ability, the same kind of winner, kind of competitor attitude that he brings as we saw him playing against grown men. And then he, But he added this sharpshooter ability to that package. And I think that is dangerous. I think that in Houston, he will have the space and the time and the ability. I think they're making room for him by agreeing to uh, get rid of John Wall and ship him out. So I think he's just on pace to have a very, uh, uh Andrew Wiggins, uh, uh, not Wiggins, Andrew. Um, um, geez, I always do this to this guy, and I really love his game too.
1: He definitely has the green light here.
0: And, um, oh, Anthony Edwards, right? It reminds me of Anthony Edwards last year, right? And if, I, would
1: him, ca- I would compare this season is is going to be a lot like Anthony Edwards too. I think I see him averaging a dub or close to it. I think Anthony Edwards was slightly under 20. Um, I think he's not afraid to fill it up, and with uh, Kevin uh, Porter Jr., as your starting point guard and him, and as your starting two guard, they've they've come out and you know you have John Wall and Eric Gordon on the on the bench, uh, two high player name, but they've announced it. They're going with the young guys, and they 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 have some really good players in Shingun and um, Josh Christopher. They got some young talent there. I don't think that they win enough games for him to win Rookie of the Year. I uh, see this kind of playing out like last year. Um, I'll, I mean, albeit without the the injury, my guy that I'm taking is Kate Cunningham. I think he makes an immediate impact on winning in Detroit, and they they have the biggest turnaround as far as the record is concerned. We'll see uh, what the Rockets do because both of them were god awful last year. But uh, I love I love me some in the Cade, East, What's that? Detroit's in the East, right? Yeah, and I love me some K. Cunningham. I think they have an outside chance that they possibly could get um, that. At 10 seed much like um, LaMelo ball uh, impacted winning with uh, the Hornets. And I think that he is the better player, but I think that Jalen green is an immediate bucket getter the way that he creates the space uh, um, with his step backs and that evolution, because that was a question mark all through his high school career. is so whether he can be able to shoot the three, I think that we're looking at like a little um, Zach Levine, but like, a couple years more maturated by the time that Zach Levine came into the league. This guy's a bucket getter Supreme. I'm, I'm, excited see,
0: I'm excited to see the advantages of the experience of playing against grown men in the G league versus uh, the college. I think that's going to show up. Uh, I think that's going to show I up. Just I just
1: think that Kate is made his body is already made for it. He's to 20. <laughs> like Jalen green is kind of frail.
0: Cade is a machine. Cade is a machine, right? And I think that my bias in this situation comes from Cade. Even though I I love watching him in college, he never blew he never blew my socks off. Uh, I think I heard too much about what he's capable of doing, what he's able to do, versus what I thought was gonna you know transpire. Uh, he had his moments. Um, he
1: averaged twenty points, six rebounds, four assists, forty. Uh, 40- percent from the three-point line 85 from the free th- i mean 40 percent from the three-point line 85 from the free throw line 1.6 steals 0.8 blocks he had like three game winners under his belt he was dominant <laughs> he was amazing in college
0: for sure he was dominant I, I think i think i think that he was good i think that I, I just like i said he just never blew my socks off on my eye test when i was watching him Especially in the tournament, more so than the season.
1: in my compar- comparison is light Luca, and I think I, I I see similarities as far as that doesn't pop off. Whereas Jalen Green is an elite elite athlete that that it, he's a lob catching supreme getter. Like uh, John's gonna have fun with that if they if they if they get to play a little bit together because Jalen catches every lob um, and he's unbelievable in transition. Um, so so is Cade. I just hope that they they give the keys to Cade a little early because in summer league. Um, Killian so, Hayes to, was was a little. To me, they gave him the ball a little too much in these situations. I think that for the uh, Detroit to be the most successful, you give you give the the, the tools to Cade and and he makes things happen. His what, what one of his downfalls though, one of the negatives is his assist to turnover ratio. He had more turnovers than assists in his college career, and that is concerning uh, because somebody that passes well how do you have more turnovers than you do assists and his assist number being what 3.5, you expect more than that because he really is a good passer. Um, I just think that he just has so many moves. Um, he's so patient. He's a pump fake King, he puts you You want he punishes uh smaller defenders. Um, and then he exposes bigs on the perimeter. His step back is, is impressive. He had a game in summer league. We had six threes. Um, so give me K Cunningham, I, my sneaky other guy though. And I would, would like to hear your opinion on him. Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic uh is just infectious. He to me, he's the coolest guy in a draft. I want to hang out with him more than anyone else. Uh he's so much he seems so mature. He just came off of leading Gonzaga to an undefeated uh regular season and and fell short in the championship game, but it wasn't due in part to him. Um, this kid infects winning. Um he's electric on the break, and he's a um solid 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 defender um with I think that he's got top three team defense ability um and his ability to pass full court his quickness his ability in the pick and roll I just love me some Jalen sucks so uh, to me that's my dark horse to win rookie of the year what's your opinion on um Jay Suggs and poor Cole Anthony who I love dearly I, I just don't see this ending well as a pairing, and I think that uh, Jalen Suggs kind of alpha's him, and we kind of saw that in the in the summer league that Cole Anthony had some very poor play, um, and Jalen Suggs did not; <laughs> he was electric.
0: So uh, I, I like Jalen. I think that I think that he's solid. I think that Orlando is is it's, uh, it's not a place that I would want to be. Um, so that I, I'm worried. I'm worried about that because the smaller guys have a tough time impacting moments. Like you said, the reason that I can't, I can't argue with the cave thing is cave is sized ready for this NBA and to not having trouble adjusting to what's going on out there in that way. Um, that's kind of what I worry about with Jalen. I think that, um, the past couple of years we've been seeing people perform in summer league and it shows us a glimpse of what they'll look like when they're comfortable versus what they'll look like when they first start playing, um, uh, I like Lonzo Ball dominated summer league, then looked uncomfortable for a while, and now he's getting back around to this time where he understands and is able to basically basically use his skill set in a way that it, it benefits the game in the best way. Uh, another thing I wanted to say is that, um, in compliment to Cade, uh, you see Suggs only averages one more assist than him now. Cade averages more turnovers, right, than assists, but I think that is a result of the yeah. fact that Cade is such a willing passer. Um, meaning a lot different than Luca. Even though you compare him to Luca, I think that he doesn't. He passes to people when they're not in scoring position 150 billion times more than Luca would ever would. I agree um, with you. It's so lead- and Luca
1: yeah. gets self what, what they call like selfish assist based on that. Look, I'm not gonna let like, like I gotta have run this. Um So I don't know if that if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, it's it's, the the Lonzo thing.
0: it's what makes Lonzo a great passer. I think that Lonzo will forever average six assists and not be a tennis guy. But that's because he's such a willing passer and a great passer uh, to pass to the person to get. A I hockey. like
1: Jalen's um, sucks in comparison to Lonzo Ball's, his ability to pass in transition. I think that his full court ability, I mean, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, football and just his prolific, uh, you know, co- High school football career in Jalen Suggs—it's—it's it's, his quarterback nature is just shown on the court, and that remind that part reminds me of Lamelo and the, his ability to just drop dimes full court is—it's is, beautiful. That, that Hall
0: of Fame, Hall of Fame break starter, that kind of thing. Yes, that, that's what they feel like.
1: So we talked a little rookies, and yeah, we didn't shy away from the top five. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't make any like. So Alfrun Shagun is, is going to be, you know, rookie of the year. Hey, you know, you never know what, what could happen. People, people step up and um, sometimes a, a player gets uh, fortunate on a winning team. We saw that with uh, Malcolm Brockman when he won his rookie of the year. He might not necessarily been the best um, rookie in that rookie class, but the Pacers were winning and, or I mean, the Bucks were winning and it had it to do with him. All right. So um, we'll see how this, uh, pans out but i i love this 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 most recent draft i think it's one of the best drafts that i've ever witnessed i think that these kids are they we have stars but we have really really good ass role players as well we're looking at you guys good looking with class for sure my last uh prediction showdown is who you got uh cutting down the nets and lifting up the bill russell trophy at the end of the year that is our our nba finals Prediction: We're skipping past seating and all that just to to get to the good to the goods. Is it what the people want, or do you got? Are you going to throw a wild card in here?
0: I don't have a wild card for you. It is the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers will <laughs> be cutting down the nets through all the dysfunction, through all the the limited players, through all the age doubt. They're
1: old, Tweez. They're old
0: through all the doubt. Now, am I saying there will be a dynasty? No. What I'm saying is that the Lakers will cut the net down this year. This year
1: is it? Bronze last one. This
0: is Bron's last championship. The
1: last dance. This
0: is the <laughs> last. Hey, unless, let's unless, get
1: one for Melo, bro. As less
0: <laughs> Lebron plans to be playing in the Vince in the Carter years, it's over for him winning a championship.
1: You didn't tell me who's going. Who they playing though? Who they, huh. Who's the matchup? Who are they playing? <laughs> yeah.
0: They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. In the ah,
1: ah, ah, interesting. So you think that they repeat success with a healthy Kyrie Irving going. I'm talking about the Nets, of course, because that's, that's my pick in the finals. But you think the the Bucks are going to they're going to come back.
0: I don't think that Kyrie will be playing in the playoffs because he hasn't played in the past three playoffs or four. Mm. That's just how I think. I think that the Nets will be again one of the most dominant teams in the NBA, but I just don't believe that they're the way that they're uh, structured. They're structured so top-heavy that any one of those injuries that is bound to happen, uh, it makes it so that they can't win anymore.
1: Interesting, because I think they got a little bit deeper. Um, they did get uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, who had retired. Um, for the sporadic heart rate, he's back. He looked good in in, in Brooklyn um, uniform. That that couple games that he did play, mm-hmm. um, they added they added some new pieces. Um, you got James Johnson over there, you know, willing to fight anybody that comes out there. Little Patty Mills, which I think I, I like that pickup on the low is very tough. Um, I like that
0: pickup. I think that has a, that helps a lot with the Kyrie injury possibility
1: and all that too. To me, I think that they they get lucky they, and they go in whatever full strength or 80% of their their normal self. Uh, I don't see them losing again. They lost that game seven with the, you know, KD's toenail being on the line. This was without Kyrie. I think they're by far the most talented team in the NBA, and that's including um, the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm very scared of Brooklyn. I was very scared of them last year. I constantly wake up at 3.30 in the morning and think damn it katie hits another big time shot in the nba finals on lebron james and i and i'm crying inside um because i would hate for that to happen again but dude this is one for the gipper and i'm going game seven james baby uh lebron james has won the last six times in game seven and in in two of those being in the finals in the playoffs um the last time he lost was 2008 where he dropped 45 what was outdone by Paul Pierce in the Boston Celtics on their way to a championship so i would love a game 7 versus the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers like that is what the people want um and do i think it will happen probably not but you know i can i can dream too but i really like 5 uh, we don't want to talk about these things but 5 and you win another finals MVP, and then you've done it with three different teams, that would be incredible. Do they have a chance without AD? If AD, like, has any injuries, do they have a chance?
0: Do they have a chance to compete? Yeah, for sure.
1: Or a championship.
0: Can they make – okay, so this is the question. My is, thing is
1: – Can they make it out of
0: the West they, without AD, right? You think so? I, I, I think I think they can compete. I don't think that – I don't think that that. I don't, I don't think I think they
1: I don't think they make it to the finals with a hurt ID. I mean they were up to one against the Suns. He's vital. He is so vital to this team, especially when he goes five and LeBron's at the four. It's, it's the most, you know, but the I most potent LeBron lineup.
0: Hurt. If LeBron wasn't hurt, we would have saw something different too, though.
1: I think so too. I agree with that. Um, but I, I just think that 80's so so damn important in all of this, and um Teams we haven't mentioned, like Miami, is damn good with with Kyle Lowry. They had just went to the finals uh, the year before that, and had beaten um, Milwaukee. And they stole, they sold, you know, PJ Tucker. Like that's that's actually a big deal. Like but I know PJ Tucker averaged two points in the finals, but he guarded Katie. Given Jingles not why Dante. Is, is back and he's he is
0: very very good this season. <laughs> he think. was very
1: good and okay. even in the playoffs right before he got hurt. I was watching when he got hurt and I was like, man, really? I don't know if they make it. But I everyone, 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 uh, everyone else had injuries. Whether it was, um, Kyrie, whether it was Danny Green, um, whether it was just a young Hawks team, like everybody got hit. The Clippers had quiet, the Lakers had LeBron and AD. It's like I've never seen this before. It was the Suns was the only team healthy. And then um, CP3 gets COVID right before the finals, which which was unfortunate. And he didn't have his best games down the stretch in that series. So any team that has made it the year before, they're in contention. We'll see what happens with Philly. But I think that I think the world wants to see another um, LeBron, KD match. Everybody wants to see Carmelo kind of win one. And that's our our prediction uh, show. Uh, we tapped in a lot here. Uh, next week, we're gonna get into a little bit more fantasy talk. Um, get you prepped for your drafts that I'm sure are gonna be happening sometime soon. You know, I'm fresh off of two um, league championships last year, so I'm trying to I'm trying to um, cut down the nets again um, virtually through the through the fantasy basketball as well. And we'll be here that entire ride. Tweez you got anything to plug anything where can we find you and um no you can thanks, thanks me, for coming in
0: no problem man you can find me on instagram uh at Tweezay t-w-e-e-c-a-y and then uh A. You, you already know then um yeah um go check out Bembo. go check out uh Gook Lizzy go check out Anton Forever go check out uh km uh mixed by canvas that uh, you can look for that um uh check out local's only page It could go on forever We. Go 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 to my page and then go from there. Link out.
1: There you go. Find yourself down that tunnel. Click 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 and follow. Uh, We appreciate it you. Give us a a subscribe. uh, Rate us. Uh, We appreciate you and and some plug talk on some triple play. uh, Wherever you find your podcast, go follow triple play fantasy franchise. Look out for our basketball, baseball, football pods that drop every week. Our triple play fantasy YouTube channels dropping content every day. This includes coaches corner. With the gang, Movie minute reviews, Super Fantasy Throws, Fantasy Fifteen, play, Between the Seams, Fantasy run, Foodies. Recently, D. Mindy of our Triple play, play Fantasy play, Football play. and Baseball pods, had now with a former play, Pittsburgh Steeler, Washington Redskins, no and, no and ESPN personality play. Ryan Clark. Um, I super I great we'll interview. Please check it way. out. It definitely gave us some insight on his thoughts as a player but also him and this after a playing career which is super awesome check us out on twitter and ig at triple play fantasy thanks again for the entire triple play fantasy family for tuning in and like always stay safe continue to love the game of basketball like we do and feel free to share with some friends about the pod appreciate you and Jim jackson on get jim jackson and we need and jim jim i know you're out there your hand it would be the most handsome guest that we've ever had on Triple Play fantasy. <laughs> All right, buddy.